I would love to do King David, do, oh. a, do a great miniseries or something. But I was about know, to say that to day. you. I was about to say that at the end. I think there needs to be... <laughs> I'm, I'm passionate about film, but I didn't study film. I studied international politics and history. But I've been thinking there needs to be a film about David because he's yeah. so fascinating, and I don't think there's one out there. There might be an old one, but... Maybe, yeah, nothing that yeah. comes to mind, so I agree with you. I mean, talk about drama and history and... Yeah, and, and great, well, just God's grace on his life, but being chosen by God in such a big way, it's, yeah, I would go see that film. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, from your mouth to God's ears, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Allie Portee, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed. So let's begin. This is episode number four with award-winning movie writer and director Andrew Hyatt. This is an interview from back in April when Zayla Food sat down with Andrew when his latest film, Paul, Apostle of Christ, just came out. He also wrote and directed the movies Full of Grace, The Last Light, and The Frozen. You can hear Andrew's passion for storytelling, especially when detailing the human condition. Andrew studied filmmaking and has been involved with 18-plus produced feature films with budgets ranging from $150,000 to $150 million. This new film about the Apostle Paul was made on a shoestring budget of $5 million. Many of Andrew's films won awards, including at the Vatican Film Festival, the Toronto Film Festival, and the LA Film Festival. And Andrew has worked with producers like Steve McEverty from The Passion of the Christ, producer Lorenzo de Bonaventura from Transformers, and Graham King from Argo, The Departed, and The Aviator. So um, I enjoyed speaking to Andrew. He's like really passionate and easy to talk to, and you'll pick that up from this conversation. I hope that you're fed. I hope that you're inspired. Andrew goes into calling, purpose, knowing what your calling is, knowing what your purpose is. He goes into the film, some of the challenges that they faced. And yeah, just tune in and enjoy this interview with movie director and writer Andrew Hyatt. I'm glad you got to see it. Yeah, I actually teared up at the end. Good, that's a good thing. Yeah, do most people? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I've, I've heard some theaters, you know, reported back that people were just sobbing at the end and didn't leave the theater. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, actually, the guy behind me, he was just sitting there for a while. I think it's the figure of Jesus there at the end and just I, the technique of the camera and how it's just all put together. It's, yeah, emotional. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 
what made you go into filmmaking and how did God um, show you that filmmaking is your calling? Mm. Well, I wouldn't, I mean, I've always loved stories, mm-hmm. always loved, um, you know, even as a kid, you know, I used to make my mom sit there for hours and, you know, I was dictating, you know, stories to her and she'd have to sit there, write it down, God bless her. But, <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually didn't know that it was the job. I didn't know that that was something that you could go do. Um, and then, uh, you know, I just, uh, uh, I, I went to film school mm-hmm. and, uh, but I think, you know, the most important thing is your second, second part of that question because that was sort of the journey of how I got here which was you know I went to film school and then I I well let me back up I grew up in the church Mm -hmm. so uh you know uh Catholic grade school elementary school Jesuit high school uh church on Sundays everything and uh and you're Catholic yep yeah I, I grew up Catholic yeah but I did what a lot of um young people do which is when I got to college uh, you know I kind of looked around and said whoa what's happening over here this is really exciting you know parties and girls and drinking and all that mm-hmm. and and I said well what does this faith tradition have it have to say about this mm-hmm. and unfortunately you know nothing I mean at least for me personally you know it was kind of like well it doesn't seem relevant maybe that's just something for my parents yeah so I actually walked away from the church for about seven years mm-hmm. And then when I had a, I had a major reconversion uh, back to the faith, and it actually came through uh, my now wife, who was a pastor's kid, and um, and and just sort of this this unbelievable light and strong Christian that I met, and uh, and it was very much a Damascus Road kind of experience. So it was really uh, God knocking me down and pulling me out of the mud, and so that's why Paul's story has always been so close to my heart, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before then, I was making movies. I was involved in a lot of films, uh, but I was so entrenched in the Hollywood, you know, pursuit of career and money, and and I wanted to be famous, and you know, I wanted a big house and all these things. Yeah. And it was amazing when I had this sort of moment of God coming back into my life. I mean, obviously, God was pursuing me, as we know, mm-hmm. throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. But when He finally knocked me down and dragged me out. Um, it was the first time that I realized that, you know, the gifts that God gives us, they're, they're for his purposes. Yeah. They're for God's purpose. And, and it was the first time I understood that, like, how do you, how do you merge your work and your faith mm-hmm. and go out and do things? And so that's really where the, you know, the first film Full of Grace came from. And then now Paul and um, was really that understanding of how you can use your gifts for God's glory. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I guess it was going like, falling away a bit and then coming back that God just kind of revealed. Well, I guess you already knew that you wanted to be a filmmaker, but what I'm trying to get to is a lot of people, especially young people don't know what they want to do and calling and purpose. It can take a while to figure out what your calling is. So I guess you had this passion for film but then you came back to the Lord and it just, he made, he clarified it, I guess, in that journey. Yeah, yeah sort of a, I'd always had a passion for storytelling, Yeah. but, but never a passion to, to work for God. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I came back, yeah, it was sort of this, whoa, I understand the reason that God gave me these gifts. 
And I guess you're right, as a young person, it's hard to discern, you know, a vocation and a, and a um, but you know, one of the most amazing things is if you think of Paul, even Paul, you know, Paul was a tent maker. Yeah. We think of him as a, a, he was a pastor or a minister or an evangelizer, but that his vocation was, I mean, his job was a tent maker and then God put it on his heart to go do these things. So I always tell young people that it's like, it just because of you, your job may not necessarily be what God's calling you to, to do to change the world. The, those can be different things. Yeah. Uh, because I think you're right. It's, sometimes we get nervous as young people like, oh no, like if I don't find the right job, I'm not going to be doing what God's called me to do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, Paul's always encouraged me that that's not necessarily the, the truth. Yeah, sometimes it takes time too. Um, to figure that out. Okay, so how has yeah. your faith deepened since making Full of Grace and now uh, this Apostle Paul movie? <clears throat> yeah, just tremendously. I think it's the first time, which is crazy to say, even growing up in the church, I think it's the first time I ever stopped and really reflected and really, um, you know, kind of meditated on scripture and really like put myself in those places and, and absorbed, you know, instead of just hearing the story over and over, we kind of gloss over and say, oh yeah, I know the Paul story, I know this, I know mm -hmm. Paul's letters, but to actually really sit with them and digest them and pray over them, and, and that, that was kind of the first time that I had personally ever done that, and it really impacted me tremendously. There were things that came out that I just never heard before, I never read before mm -hmm. in, in the right context, and so yeah, it really deepened my faith, and now it's kind of like, I. I try to put that into any sort of prayer life, any sort of scripture where I just really, you know, you pause, you have to pause and be still and just listen. And um, so for me, that, that was a tremendously impactful. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And where did the desire come from to make this movie about Paul? Why Paul? Why not Jonah or David? <laughs> or <laughs> Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, personally, Paul's story has always been so close to my own kind of path and, and story um, and I just felt God was tugging at my heart to you know he, he really was saying God was really saying uh, you know this is the story that people need to hear right now mm -hmm. and I think it's true I think that these themes uh, that, that of unconditional love you know God's grace and mercy and uh, have I done anything in my past that I, I, I believe that God can't forgive me for mm -hmm. and I, I, I think that sometimes even in the church we have little nudging doubts about stuff like that where we say well yeah but can God really forgive that could, could he really you know and, and that's the beauty of Paul's story is that absolutely you look at that and you say absolutely yeah and if God can take this man and and use him to to change the world I mean he can use any of us and so I just felt like these are things that we need to keep being reminded of when you get to heaven after you see Jesus is Paul, is he going to be the first one that you go to, to <laughs> yeah, chit chat maybe. with? Well, well, I don't know. Unless I upset him, then okay. I hope not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he I doesn't seem like the type of person you want to upset. <laughs> right, right. He may have a funny personality, though, but yeah, I doubt it, though. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, the next question. What is one word that you would use to describe Paul? Mm. I think that passionate. Mm. You know, passionate for his faith, um, passionate for other people, mm -hmm. um, wanting so badly to do everything for Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, that passion is just, that's that's always been 
convicting to me because I don't know that I always have that. I don't know that I walk away from church on Sunday really ready to be on fire for the gospel and, and, and change the world, you yeah. know? But it's amazing to see what that passion, what God could do. Because we know Paul wasn't just because he was brilliant and because he was the greatest person that ever lived, that that was the reason. It was because God saw something in him and he used it. God worked through Paul. Um, and so it, I would say just that passion is always inspiring to me. Yeah, okay. And what was it like filming in Malta? It was great. I mean, it was a great, it's a, it's a great place and, and a wonderful crew. We had a crew from over 22 countries uh, working on the film. So it was a really international, you know, cast and crew. And, you know, it was a special time. You know, a lot of the crew and the, most of the cast were not believers. Mm-hmm. And it was really special to see them responding and being moved by Paul's story and being moved by the first century Christians and how they lived and, and took care of each other in the community. And so it's just a great, uh, beautiful reminder that, you know, I hope the film does great and I hope it helps people and helps their lives. But it was amazing on Ground Zero to, to see how it was impacting people around us. And, and, you know, here's people that you probably normally, you know, wouldn't be able to take into a church. They wouldn't want to come and they wouldn't want to hear the gospel. And yet here they are hearing a story yeah. and watching this play out and they were just so moved by it. So that was pretty cool. Is the character of Paul, is he a Christian? No, he, okay. you know, he, he grew up, he says, you know, I kind of know the stories because I was nominally Anglican, but uh, I'm not a believer. But, you know, he, and you can read in all of his interviews right now, he really, his life's been changed by this. And he says that point blank, that, that I, I'm a different person and my life's been changed. And I even heard his last interview where he was talking about never being baptized and maybe that was something that needed to change and I thought whoa that's that's amazing that's incredible God's working in their lives too and how was it working with Jim Caviezel after him doing the passion of the Christ and yeah I mean Jim's fantastic and he's super passionate you know you Mm -hmm. talk about intense and passionate he he really is and he really his big thing was he wanted um, he wanted a humanity to come out of these characters that um, would help people identify with them better and help people say, whoa, I didn't know Luke was just like me, or I didn't know Paul was kind of doubting or had flaws or weaknesses. So he was really passionate about that. So every conversation we had, every scene, he really wanted something to come through that felt very human and very identifiable, which is, I think it's great, and it's great in the film. Yeah, okay, wonderful. Did you encounter any challenges while making the film? And how did you overcome I think, You know, the, the, the biggest challenge was just the practicalities of it. You know, we had a really small budget, you know, in kind of the context of studio films, you know, $5 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we shot it in 23 days, which was like nothing. Mm-hmm. And so the challenges of just, you know, here we are bringing one of the most beloved characters in scripture to the big screen for the first time. And, you know, we were just we just wanted to get it right for people and, and, and get it, you know, so that people could walk away saying, yeah, that was Paul. That was great. And so I think it was the challenge was always never letting ourselves kind of doubt, if that makes sense, never doubt ourselves and just trust that God will do something beautiful through it if we just commit to the work. And so I think the challenge is you always have the enemy, right? Uh, you know, poking you saying, oh, you're never going to get this scene. It's never going to turn out right. You don't have time tomorrow. It's all sort of that stuff where you just have to say, no, I'm going to put it to prayer. 
Uh, you know, we had a great uh, little team there, a little prayer warriors there that every morning they'd get together and pray over the set and over the cast and crew. And, you know, that it changes things. Yeah. You, you come into it so much more um, free and joyful, and, and it's amazing what God can do to that. Yeah, wow, that's inspiring to hear, the prayer group. Um, okay, so in doing your research about Paul and his work in spreading the gospel, can you compare your feelings and thoughts about Paul before you started working on the film and then your feelings about him after? Sure, yeah, no, uh, um, a major shift, I think. I, I, I don't know that I ever really understood Paul um, just just for me mm -hmm. he always seemed just like the angry you know really fiery guy that was always upset at people and always this and that and one thing that really shone through when I really read his letters closely and carefully and absorbed and prayed over him was just how vulnerable he was uh, you know just how human mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. you know there's so many times in his letters where he really is being completely honest with his feelings with his emotions you know he's lonely he feels abandoned he's he you know he he's upset he, he's sad he's these things and so it just brought to life such a more full three-dimensional character and so now i kind of read his letters so differently and and mm. um and they really convict me and inspire me now yeah i felt like the same this morning i began reading uh an acts just rereading it, although I read it a few weeks ago, but just um, the film helped give me a little bit of context. Um, yeah, yeah, so when right. I'm listening to acts uh, on my phone, I'm like, oh, okay, so this was this scene kind of, yeah. it just kind of helps make it a little bit clearer. I agree. Yeah. I agree. yeah. It's, it's really nice to see visually, and then you can start kind of, oh, okay, so that's what it kind of look like and here are the people oh, okay and then you're totally right it's great yeah it definitely helps um was it hard to find the right actor to play paul and luke and priscilla and aquila yeah i mean casting's always such a uh, like a russian roulette you know you never know how it's gonna pan out so we just again we a lot of prayer and just trusted that god would bring the right people and and i think he god absolutely did and um yeah it was even James, you know, James was a really late addition. Uh, we were already in Malta. We were about two weeks away from shooting, mm -hmm. and we just we were having trouble finding Paul. And then he shows up, and wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> here's Paul. So, yeah, it was it was um, it was difficult when we took it out of God's hands and started getting nervous about it. But the, through the prayer and through just trusting uh, that He would bring the right people, it's, uh, it, it, He certainly did. I think. Wonderful. Okay. Um, three last questions. Um, how are the themes of the film, love, grace, mercy, relevant in our world today? What do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, they're always going to be relevant. And I think there are always going to be things that we need to hear inside and outside the church. I mean, who, who doesn't want to know that they're loved, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what everybody I think is seeking mm -hmm. and, and, and oftentimes in the wrong places uh, for validation or for love. And, and to know that we have a God that already loves us unconditionally. You know, that's something I think everybody needs to hear and be reminded of, mm -hmm. no matter what the year is. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zela Magazine, S-E-E-L-E -E Magazine. Till next time.